Hey, all you beautiful people. It's your girl Sam coming at you from Berlin, Germany. It is Wednesday, March the 3rd. I officially changed my flight yesterday. I moved it up by a month. So now I am leaving on March 24th to fly back to Arkansas. And I am so excited. And you know, there's nothing like telling people that you're leaving for multiple months to get them to actually want to hang out with you. I feel like I should leave more often because then I might actually see my friends. (laughs) They're just coming out of the woodwork. Um, Another thing that happened yesterday was the sore throat that I've had for at least two weeks. I haven't really paid attention. Somewhere between a month and two weeks. It really started bothering me and I got to thinking maybe I should actually get this looked at before I go somewhere where I don't have insurance. Um, So I contacted a doctor's office, tried to make an appointment. They said, you need to get a corona test first. So I am getting a corona test today. My first corona test. It will not be my last corona test this month because I also have to get one before I get on the plane. Uh, I do not think that this is corona. (laughs) I think this is some other weird sore throat thing happening. I do not have a fever. I have no like no like nasal issues. It doesn't feel like I have a cold. The only thing I have is half of my throat is sore and it's uncomfortable when I swallow. So hopefully I get a negative result by the weekend, hopefully. And then I can make the actual appointment with the doctor to like figure out what's wrong with my throat. Also, the Berlin Senate is meeting today. Actually, I think all of the German leaders are meeting today to decide on reopening plans. Not that Berlin is anywhere near reopening, but they're going to decide on reopening plans whenever it happens. And uh, the extension of the lockdown. This doesn't really phase me anymore because I know in three weeks, God willing, I'm going to be leaving and going somewhere warmer and with more freedoms and a vaccine. Uh, But I still feel for my friends who are here and I would, I would like to come back. I mean, I need to come back this year before my visa expires and I would like to come back to a place that is not locked down and that is almost fully vaccinated. Is that too much to ask? Come on Berlin. Actually, come on Germany. You can do it. Today for Women's History Month, we are going to start out with some U.S. history. Uh, Miss Abigail Adams. She was born in Massachusetts. And when she was 17, she met John Adams, who was one of the founding fathers of the U.S. And they got married a couple years later. There was a nine-year age difference between the two, which has nothing really to do with anything, except I think it's interesting. Ten years later, a war between Britain and the 13 colonies was threatening to break out, and then eventually, of course, it did break out. And the Continental Congress, the First and Second Continental Congresses, John Adams went, of course. 
and Abigail wrote to him. And she said, I long to hear that you have declared an independency. And by the way, in the new code of laws, which I suppose it will be necessary for you to make, I desire you would remember the ladies and be more generous and favorable to them than your ancestors. Do not put such unlimited power into the hands of the husbands. Remember, all men would be tyrants if they could. If particular care and attention is not paid to the ladies, we are determined to foment a rebellion and will not hold ourselves bound by any laws in which we have no voice or representation. It's unclear what difference that actually made in back then in that time, because it would be 150 years before women actually got the right to vote. But we have, we have that letter, and she, she and her letter served as, as a model for women to come about how to use their voice and stand up for what they believe in. So even if it didn't have a whole lot of impact in the moment, it had impact in the future. And now we're going to jump over to Germany and talk about Louisa Otto Peters. She was born in 1819 in Meissen, which is in Saxony, um, just northwest of Dresden. And it's supposed to have some nice castles. Maybe I'll go visit it once we can actually visit places. Louisa was an author. She wrote novels, short stories, poetry, and political articles. And that is how she made her living back in the 1800s. Quite progressive. She was a journalist um, starting in, 19, in 1843. And she wrote articles about her concept of femininity as well as women in politics. She started the first political women's newspaper in Germany. It was called Frauenzeitung. It caused such a ruckus that Saxony made up a new law that said women could not be editors of newspapers. So she moved her newspaper outside of Saxony. Saxony's like a state, by the way. In 1865, Louisa and some of her friends and other women suffragists founded the first German Women's Association, which still exists today, actually, and participated in the first women's conference in Leipzig. She was only 24 when she co-founded the Women's Association. What was I doing at 24? Not, not co-founding an association. Although, I did start a nonprofit. Okay, I don't feel so bad anymore. Because of the poetry that Louisa wrote, she was known as the songbird of the German women's movement. I looked for some of her poems, but the ones that I found had nothing to do with the women's movement. The ones that I found that were translated had nothing to do with the women's movement. Um, there are others in German, of course, but just running them through Google Translate doesn't work super well for poetry, so I'm just going to skip that. Instead, I'm just going to leave you with the stories of these two amazing women, and I'm going to wish you a very good Wednesday until I talk to you again tomorrow, on Thursday, as the world turns. <laughs> okay, uh, yep, yeah, have a good one. Bye! This has been...
Beyond. To Berlin and beyond.